Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have terrific news for you. Our partners at Bet Online continue to get it done as the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. All you have to do is head on over to Bet Online or use your mobile device to join today and make your first bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's right, BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From the NFL to Major League Baseball to golf, esports, combat sports, you name it, the upcoming NBA and NHL seasons, it's all there with Bet Online, where the game starts. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review where you get pods on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, Maple Down Senior Living Facility, Prestwick Golf, Camilla's Golf Club, and our terrific friend, Brian Comboy of Mass Mutual New York State, tax-efficient retirement planning. I'm telling you, go with Brian today. He's in charge of our finances, and we could not be more thrilled with Brian Conboy. He's on Facebook and on LinkedIn, and, of course, at advisors.massmutual.com. So this is going to come out uh, Monday, this podcast, and I'm fresh here on Friday morning. I'm fresh after watching the whole Bills-Rams game. I wanted to break down the game and and kind of talk a little bit about where these teams are headed you know, from here, as we go into week two, it's crazy, man. When you play week two, when you play week one in the NFL and you play on Thursday night football while it's prime time and it's a late, you know, it's late and all this stuff. But listen, if you're the Bills, you're playing prime time again. But in this case, there's a lot of time. The Bills have a ton of rest, man. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I know there's travel, but I'm sure they red-eyed it back to Buffalo. They've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, boom, all day Monday until Monday Night Football against the Titans on September 19th. In that time period, you have a situation where you can rest and relax and kind of get away from the game a little bit, get together with the guys, do your thing, not have to really, as Chris Collinsworth said, get back into that like full game mode preparation until like Tuesday, Wednesday. And, and that, that's pretty great. You know, I mean, if you're going to play primetime games, this is how you want them. You don't want them Sunday night and then Monday night, or you don't want them Monday night and then, or Sunday, you know, Sunday night and then Thursday night, right? Like, that's not how you want them. <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't want to play Sunday and then again on Thanksgiving. Like, you want to play with this much time spread out. So let's get to it. Let's recap Bills and Rams and, and talk about where these teams are headed from here. I thought the pregame was amazing. I thought the tribute to Queen Elizabeth was great. Um, I thought that was really needed. Um, and just an awesome tribute uh, for one of our global leaders. Um, and, you know, as far as the game goes, you know, right away, 
you're looking at this game and you're like, wow, you know, two teams, Super Bowl aspirations, could be more perfect, storylines, Von Miller back to L.A., playing his former mates, they raise the banner, they celebrate the, the Super Bowl uh, with, with, with the Rams, and you have Stafford, you have Donald, you have Cooper Cup, you have Diggs, you have Josh Allen, you know, you have Von Miller, you have superstars all over the field, and it, it was just a titanic matchup to, to you know, kind of kick things off here, and the Bills, when they got the ball, first and they marched down in the first quarter it was a clinic man nine plays 75 yards and an unbelievable play by Josh Allen to sell the run to the left I think it was Moss he comes around to the right a little bit and just as he's maybe looking to throw the guys start have to go well he might run though I mean that's the thing like you're guessing with Allen because he is that dual threat they come up just a little bit and then Allen just does the little flick, and Gabe Davis catches the ball, 26-yard touchdown, and you're going, wow, that was easy. How many points are the Bills going to win by? Right? Because that was, it was so easy. It was a first statement. However, fans are going to do that all the time. Some media people might do it all the time. I always pull back and say, hang on, we got a lot of game to play, and the Rams are Super Bowl champs for a reason, right? The Rams know how to adjust, and they did. They adjusted great, and, you know, the Bills get the ball back. You know, they kind of go back and forth a little bit. Tyler Bass gets a, a field goal, goes up 10-0. Uh, that was a decent drive. I mean, eight plays, 45 yards over four minutes plus. Um, and then the Rams got on the scoreboard with the Cooper Cup play. Four-yard touchdown pass from Matt Stafford. What a catch it was where he catched it in the back of the end zone, and he not only lands one foot in with the toes, another foot in with the toes, but then he does like double tiptoeing, you know, ballerinas type stuff. He's just so good. He's so talented. And it was 10-7. Then Matt Gay gets a field goal from 57 at the end of the first half, and it's 10-10. At that point, you're kind of looking at the game going, wow, <clears throat> this game is tied, and the Bills have really squandered some things, right? Because they have dominated, and they have shown that they are easily the best team out on the field. They're easily the best team. Allen's better than Stafford. Their defense is better than the Rams, right? Like their receivers are even as a whole better, right? Yeah, I mean, you want to take Cooper Cup over Diggs, whatever. I I, I, I might even coin flip it because I still think Savon Diggs is pretty good. But they don't have a Gabe Davis. Allen Robinson got shut down last night by the Bills. Um, you know, they didn't have Van Jefferson. That hurt. You could clearly see weaknesses on the O-line, right? I mean, that left side is just not the same. Um but you looked at it and said, well, they're they're in control, I think, right? And and they dominated the game and they're they have nothing to show for it. Well, this is where really good coaching takes over. And this is where poise from the players, calm, cool, and collected takes over. And the Bills get the ball. You know, they, they had that great stop against the Rams. And then they get the ball right back, and you're going, okay, here we go. You know, you're at your own 42. Let's see what we can do here. If they march it all the way down, you could try to get some control back. Now, listen, I never thought they were out of control when they were tied 10-10. I just felt that they squandered some opportunities. I don't think there's anybody who would disagree with that. Um, and the Bills go down and just, they were just methodical and clinical and technical. Boom, boom, boom. Eight plays, 
Josh Allen looks over the middle, hits Isaiah McKenzie, 58-yard drive. Uh, it was a seven-yard touchdown catch and 17-10 Bills. All of a sudden, the Rams, you know, they just couldn't get the ball down the field. This was a Rams offense that got absolutely swarmed and swallowed up by the Bills defense. A defense that picked off Stafford three times and had seven sacks. And I'll get to some of the numbers in this game in a moment. You know, and then you had the next quarter where the Bills enter with, you know, a, a, just a seven-point lead, right? But you could kind of feel like the next score might be it. Just because the Rams really could not block and solve the defensive riddle of the Bills. I mean, I think the Bills, in the first half, when you're tied 10-10 and you squandered all those opportunities, you do have to look at the other side. And that other side is, well, guess what? Our offense was really good. We were really dominant. We squandered opportunities. This game shouldn't be tied. We should be up by at least 7, 10, 14, 20 points. But you know what? We're not. And the reason that we're right here and they're not up by a touchdown or two, taking advantage of our mistakes, multiple turnovers, is because our defense is really, really good. The Bills' defense has a chance to be dominant in 2022, and they showed it right out of the gate against the Rams. They were swarming. Every single guy was ball hawking, and I'll get again to those numbers here in a moment. Bills get the ball back, and this was the drive of the game. 13 plays, 89 yards from the 11-yard line. Remember, they had the fair catch off the punt, I think it was. And they went over 644 in time, and they go 89 yards, 13 plays. And, of course, it is capped by a play where Josh Allen is completely and utterly, like, he has no idea where to throw the ball. The Rams covered it beautifully. They had good, good execution and good pressure in the pocket, in, in, in order to keep him there to try and bring him down, except for a little bit of a window on the right side. The Rams still thought that they had it pretty guarded. Well, Allen takes off. He does the pump fake. You know, the the the, the Chris Collinsworth said it was kind of like the Big Ben pump fake. And he runs out, and he makes an unbelievable effort, and he puts the ball across the plane, and the Bills are up comfortably by two Well. Two touchdowns in the NFL isn't comfortably, but again, like I said, I think because of defense, the way they played, you know, up 24 to 10, you know, it was looking pretty good. And then the Bills, another just real quick strike, right? I mean, Josh Allen comes out, they get the ball back, he rolls to the right, and just, he just makes a flick of the wrist. And it looked a little bit like it was underthrown, like, like not by a lot, but just a little bit. And also, Stefan Diggs like lost control of his feet, and so he slipped. So you're sitting there as he's kind of falling down, like oh no! And then he just like makes a catch, and it's just ridiculous. It was a ridiculous play, unbelievable play. Josh Allen throwing on the run, flicking the wrist, Diggs tripping, concentration. Jalen Ramsey completely guessed wrong, <clears throat> you know, on that play. I mean, he 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 just completely guessed wrong. He he had no idea what he was doing, and he got burned by Stefan Diggs, and that was it. Thirty-one ten. The Bills. You know, got that pick late from Boogie Basham. And uh, it was a dominant performance in week one for Buffalo. Um, some of the numbers here and, and some of the rest of this game I'm going to get into in a minute. But before that, this. 
Celebrate your whale of a dad with a Fudgy the Whale ice cream cake from the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design your dad wants, they make it happen. Your dad deserves a tasty treat this Father's Day. Soft serve ice cream, milkshake, sundaes, shakes, and more. America's favorite since 1934. Carvel, open seven days a week, Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Stop in today. Fudgy the Whale is waiting for you. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're brought to you by Burn Dairy, Stanley Law Offices, and our good friends over at Elevate Fitness of Syracuse. Grab your membership today if you're in and around Central New York. DeWitt and Liverpool. They've got the new Bistro and Cafe and Bar and all that sort of thing opened up in DeWitt. They've got the hot tub. They have the pool. They've got the awesome, awesome workout facilities, uh, the, the, the walking track. You can sign up for personal trainer, personal classes. Uh, it's really a great place to be. I love it. And I'm looking forward to getting back in the swing of working out and swimming and hanging at Elevate Fitness this coming fall. Elevate Fitness of Syracuse is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. So numbers-wise, Josh Allen was 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 great. The two interceptions, the one that he threw that was intended for Isaiah McKenzie, you know, it was kind of really just a tough break in in, I think, in the first quarter. I, I really think it was just a tough break. I do. Because the ball was thrown very well. It was right in the cradle of of, uh, of Isaiah McKenzie. And it just kind of bounced a little bit, and the defender just and the ball just kind of fell to the defender. Um, it was not on Allen. Allen's second pick was on him for sure, where he intended for Crowder and threw that one in, later in the first half. That one was definitely on Allen, but he still had an 89.9 QBR. He had an 112 rating. He was 26 of 31 for 297 yards and three touchdowns. Okay, think about that. And his average yards, by the way, it was 9.6. I mean, they were mixing it in. (laughs) Ken Dorsey's offense looked really good. They were humming. You know, they had a lot of balance. They obviously obviously were trying to run the ball. A lot of times they ran it, for me, a little too much. But Josh Allen also went for 10 carries, 56 yards, and a touchdown. He was their, their leading rusher again. Josh Allen had a combined 353 yards and four touchdowns okay there are not many quarterbacks in the NFL who can do that can't I mean he just put together an unbelievable clinic in this game and listen if you take the two interceptions and you you ask yourself well how many other incompletions did he have though right like if you didn't watch this game and the answer is three that's it Josh Allen had three incompletions outside the two interceptions I mean that, that's efficient, right? That that that's an understatement to say it's you know it's efficient for him. I mean that what a game, what a game. Um, Devin Singletary eight carries, forty eight yards. Zach Moss six for uh, fifteen. Um, you know, and then receiver wise, Stephon Diggs eight catches, one hundred twenty two yards. Great game, had a touchdown as well, averaged fifteen point three. Gabe Davis was a monster, four catches, eighty eight yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Crowder, 3-for-28. Moss, 6-for-21. McKenzie, 2-for-19. They were really looking for Zach Moss a lot on those screens. Um, you know, Singletary, 2-for-14. And then Dawson Knox, 1-for-5 yards. Wasn't really a big factor in the red zone, a big factor in the game overall. Um, obviously, just recently signed a big deal and, and has just been going through a, a really hard emotional time, you know, with the loss of his brother. Um, so maybe just kind of an ease-in game for him. But he had a great blocking game, and he was still a big part of the team. Um, the defense, again, 
As I mentioned, they ball hawked all over the place, man. They were absolutely unstoppable. They were swarming. They were all over it. And, um, you know, Edmonds, 10 total tackles, uh, 7 solo. Taron Johnson was great, 9-5. and five. Uh, Matt Milano, 7-5. and five. Uh, uh, Dane Jackson was great. You know, he had an interception, 5 total tackles, 4 solo tackles. Micah Hyde, really, really good. Von Miller, unstoppable. 4 total tackles, all of them solo, 2 sacks. Three tackle for losses. I mean, two quarterback hits. Wow. Greg Russo, four uh, total tackles. All of them were solo, and he had a sack, right? Jordan Phillips, sack and a half. Epinesa, sack and a half. I mean, this team had seven sacks. Boogie Basham had an interception and a sack. He's the third guy on the depth chart, or fourth, at that position. At defensive end rusher, he is fourth, third or fourth on the depth chart. It depends on how you slice it with A.J. Panessa. But you have Von Miller, you have Gregory Rousseau, and then you have Epinesa and Basham. Okay, that shows you how deep the Buffalo Bills are. Boogie Basham had a sack and an interception as the fourth defensive end on the depth chart. Ridiculous. Um, you know, and then you you look at, obviously, you know, the, the, the picks, Basham, Poyer, and Dane Jackson got involved. You know, Tyler Bass had a typical kicking game for him. He was great, one for one, um, you know, four for four on the extra point, one for one field goal, four for four extra points, and he had seven total points. Uh, I actually have him on my fantasy team, so thank you very much for that. Um, I, I was watching this game, though, going, damn it, I really should have taken Josh Allen and Gabe Davis in fantasy. You know, I should have taken him. I should have taken him. I really should have. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the theory is, and you've got that flex position too, but the theory is, hey, you don't take a quarterback until a little bit later. You want the running back. You want the, the 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 receivers, and all that sort of thing. But once you pick like the first round, you know Josh Allen's going to go because somebody's going to take him because of the threat of running as well. And he put up—I don't even know what the fantasy points were last night. I, I would guess. I mean, my God, three hundred fifty-three yards and four touchdowns. I mean, I got—I got to guess he was up around close to thirty points last night. Um, Rams numbers real quick: twenty-nine to forty-one for two hundred forty yards and. Uh, one touchdown, three interceptions. As far as rushing goes, Daryl Henderson, 13 carries, 47 yards, and then not much else. Uh, Cooper Cup, 13 catches, 128 yards, and a touchdown. Totally unstoppable. Higby went 5 for 39. Henderson Jr., 5 for 26. Uh, Scourneck out of Notre Dame, 4 catches for 25. Allen Robinson shut down, 1 for 12. Brandon Powell, 1 for 10. And the Bills just basically dominated this football game. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Now, where do we go from here? For these teams. Let's start with the Bills. Um, the Bills have a lot of time off until the game against Tennessee on Monday Night Football. I've alluded to the complete and utter gauntlet to start the year for the Bills. By the same token, those teams also have to play the Bills. And listen, the Bills showed again against the Rams on the big stage. Opening night, defending champs. They showed that they are big stage performers. They are big-time Broadway performers, right? I mean, they are. They've done it multiple times in this little tenure with uh, Bean McDermott and Josh Allen. They've, they've done. I mean, they've done it. Thanksgiving against the Cowboys, primetime games galore. Josh Allen was pretty perfect in the uh, freaking playoffs last year. He deserved a better fate, as we know. You know? Like, this team's won on the big stage. They've won primetime games. They've won big-time matchups with big-time teams in the entire NFL. Doesn't matter who's in their way. They've they they can they they've shown the ability. They've lost some, but they've shown the ability 
to win them. And they did it again to start the year. They have a ton of time off. September 19th, I'll be at that game. Tennessee Titans, Monday Night Football. Cannot wait. I'm doing ESPN stats. I cannot wait, wait, wait to go there. Um, the atmosphere is going to be out of control. Home opener. Um, I'm not worried about the jitters. I'm not worried about the home stuff, the pressure, all that. This team seems to be welcoming it. They handled that during camp the whole the whole way. But I've, I've alluded to the teams that the Bills start with. I'd love for the Bills to start, you know, four and two, I think would be a great, great start. After the first week, Bills fans are going to get carried away thinking they can go five and one, even six and oh, right? I, six and oh, I, I can't see happening. But five and one is realistic. They have a lot of tough road games still to come. You've got at Miami, they're going to be better at Baltimore. You've got Pittsburgh, Kansas City. You've got Tennessee on Monday Night Football. But I do think that the Bills will be favored in, in all of the, most of those games, if not all those games. Uh, the only game maybe at Kansas City is, you know, pretty close there. It might be, a, might be an even even money line. I don't know. Um, you know, but but Tennessee, you know, they have Ryan Tannehill and the Bills have Josh Allen. The goal is obviously just stacking the box like crazy. They lack a lot of rep weapons. They traded A.J. Brown. Um, you know, and, and listen, I realize that the Titans are still a good team. Uh, Mike Vrabel's a really, really good head coach. Um, you know, they're going to be heard from this year. Uh, in spots. There's no question about it. They drafted Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, you know, a 6'2", 235-pound dude who's basically like A.J. Brown, who's physical, who can go across the middle and catch balls. But the Bills have Diggs and Davis, and they have a relentless pass rush. I mean, that Titans offensive line is going to have to, as is their offensive coordinator, they're going to have to kind of prepare off of this week one against the Rams going, how do we contain this defensive line? They, they They are ferocious. They are relentless. Miller, Russo, Basham, Epinesa, they come at us from all angles. At Oliver, he got a little dinged up. He'll probably be okay for the Monday night game. Tim Settle, Daquan Jones, plug in the middle as well. Like, they have blitzing linebackers. Matt Milano's all over the place. Tremaine Edmonds is all over the place. Like, wh- how do we hold on here for dear life? And so, that's the schedule coming up. The next five, big-time gauntlet. Titans at Dolphins, at Ravens, home for Pittsburgh, at KC. I've still said it. I'll say it again. You can go at least four and two there. My God, if you can go five and one, wow. But then you have the bye week. You have Green Bay at home, Sunday Night Football. And then you have a lot of games where you can go on a major run. At the Jets, home for the Vikings. Vikings are a good team, but they have Kirk Cousins. The Bills have Josh Allen. Home for Cleveland, again, quarterback situation there, up in the air. At Detroit, got to be a win. At New England, got to be a win. Jets at home, got to be a win. Dolphins at home, got to be a win. Bears on the road, got to be a win. Well, all of a sudden, you chalk up that run. Then you have Monday Night Football against the Cincinnati Bengals uh, on January 2nd of 2023. Then you end the season at home against the New England Patriots. So, you know, again, they're set up. They set themselves up with this win. It would not have been the end of the world if they had lost, but they won. And they won convincingly. Now, the Rams, they're going to be fine. They have the Atlanta Falcons coming in on uh, on, Sunday, on a Sunday. It's a 4:05 game. They'll get plenty of time to rest. I think they'll win that game. They got out of Arizona at San Francisco in divisional games, home for Dallas, home for Carolina. They have a bye week in week seven as well. And I think I think the Rams can go on a little bit of a run here. I, in fact, I think they're going to win, you know, four of the next five, I think would be realistic. And then, you know, you got Niners at home, at Tampa, Cardinals at home, you know, at New Orleans, at the Chiefs, home for Seattle, home for Vegas, at Green Bay, home for Denver, at the Chargers, at Seattle. There's a bunch of games on there, very winnable. The home schedule is very, very favorable. Um, they've got, you know, the Bills are out of the way. And now you got your divisional games, and I think that the Rams will be okay. I think that they're going to win 11, 12 games. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to win the division. 
and I think they're going to be heard from in the postseason again. I think they're going to be fine. They're a championship team. They they have they're they're you know they have the makeup. They've got the head coach. They they don't panic. They've been there before. They've got Donald. They have Stafford. They have Cup. They have leadership. Uh, they have depth. They're going to get Van Jefferson back. They'll be okay. So th- these two teams are you know these two teams are really really good. And the Bills were great in the opener, dominating the LA Rams. Mike Lindsley with you here. It's an ML Sports Platter episode. Thanks for listening. Download, subscribe, rate, and review where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our great friends over at MyHotTub.com, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Carvel of North Syracuse, and our terrific friends over at the Al and Angus Pub, home of the best darn Angus Burger in town. Get on over to the Al and Angus Pub, man. They've got burgers and wraps, homemade soups and salads and more, and gift cards are available for any occasion. And of course, when you're there, stop by and say hello to Matt, Randy, and the staff. They have great beers on tap. It's a family-friendly run business, one of the best places you'll go to. Established in 2005, they've been doing it for a long time. They set the standard for burgers in New York State. Get on over to the Allen Angus Pub, and for more, visit allenanguspub.com. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to the friends of the ML Sports Platter, the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley and Daryl Abert. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports, and of course, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports. Thanks again for listening, and as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.